Welcome, okay. uh, <laughs> <Wait>. welcome from <laughs> my 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 two B brother in law's garage in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, I'm Isaac Sims, and joining with me is Olivia Clement and Walter Lyle. This is Flyover Film Country, and we're discussing the uh, fifth and sixth episodes of Hawkeye. Yeah. Olivia and Walter, how are you guys doing today? It's Eve of Christmas Eve. Yes. Christmas Eve Eve, if you Christmas will. Christmas Eve Eve. We are. Uh, we were talking about before we started recording, we're going to embrace the chaos today. Um, it is December 23rd, two days before the most magical day of the year. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. Um, Isaac is out of town, does not have his recording set up, so he's recording this episode with his AirPods, but... Um, he's only going to be joining us for about half of the episode as he has to leave uh, to be with family or something stupid. Um, and so then he stupid. is going to be, really yeah, <laughs> he is going to be permanently replaced um, in this podcast by uh, a friend of Olivia's who's going to join yeah. us. So about halfway through, we'll take a half time. Um, we'll cut and then come right back. Uh, so, so yeah, Olivia, do you want to tell us about who's going to be joining us later? Yeah. So my friend Vic is going to be joining us. Uh, he and I have been friends for over a year or so now we we worked at nike together and so we uh that's how we met and vic is such a nerd he loves spider-man i i think i told you guys this um vic loves spider-man so much especially miles morales but he loves peter parker too um he has the miles morales like like spider-man logo tattooed on his leg that's how much he loves Spider-Man. So he loves, he's a big fan. He is really excited about joining us for Hawkeye. He has really enjoyed Hawkeye way more than he thought he would, which I think is probably the case for most people. Like most people I think have enjoyed Hawkeye way more than they thought they would. Yeah. So anyway, he's a cool dude. He, he and I talk about movies all the time. Uh, when I talk about movie nights, he is one of the, the friends that comes over for, for movie nights. Nice. So we're excited to have Vic. Yeah. Should be fun. Okay. Well, um, do we have uh, what? What are we talking about first? I think I guess recap episode five and then jump into episode six. Let's do it. You want to do that, Isaac? And and I I found that like a like a downside with this format, but we we just don't have time to cover every single episode. But it always happens that with the latter episode of the two that we cover, it's always the latter one that we talk about it like way we more. Were, well, well, we rem- I remember less yeah, than the yeah, yeah. most recent one so yeah. um but anyway yeah episode five olivia do you want to um you want to kick us off on episode five and just kind of summarize it and then we'll get to the meat of that big uh reveal at the mm. end of episode yeah. five mm-hmm. yeah so according to imdb the synopsis of this this episode is a fallout nearly derails their partnership but kate makes a discovery that changes everything so that is so vague and doesn't tell us anything. Nope. But it opens with what happened to Yelena. We see Yelena in 2018, which is two years after the events of Black Widow. And we see her with another former Black Widow, and they're trying to rescue or, or uh, undo the brainwash of, a, of another one. And then they discover, oh, no, that's not... She wasn't actually brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And then we see the the snap happen and we see her blipped back and it, i think that's the first time we've ever seen it happen in in seconds which it makes more sense for it to to be kind of displayed that way because as we've kind of heard from other people who were snapped and then blipped back it 
it felt like they were just there, like nothing happened. Right. It was just seconds. And so yeah. we see her freaking out and trying to to reel with the loss of five years, learning that Natasha, her sister, has died. And the I think the I think the widow's name was Anya. Uh whoever it was that she was originally trying to to de brainwash. Uh, said that she's been doing freelance and was like, you should do that. You should mm-hmm. do freelance hit jobs. And so I imagine... Super family probably, friendly. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah. As, as her, as her daughter is like in the other room, as it's a Disney Plus show. Yeah, you should do hit jobs. Um, so I think that's how we can make better sense of... Yelena, like the end credit scene of Black Widow with Yelena and um, Valentina, Allegra Valentina. Uh, which leads, which leads us, I mean, logically to assume that um, Valentina is like her own separate, independent thing, mm-hmm. and and she's not working with Fisk directly, but that they are associated to some degree. Yeah, because. Um, because then, what's the, whatever uh, Eleanor ends up hiring hiring Yelena through Kingpin, and Kingpin hired Yelena through mm-hmm. uh, Valentina. So yes. right, anyway. yeah. Which we'll talk about that more when we get to it. Which is right. I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah, uh, we see Kate and Yelena actually have a have a have a sit down. Which what, what did you guys think about that scene? Kate and Yelena. Yeah, in the, I li- the apartment. I liked it. I, liked I, it. I thought too. it was charming. Yeah. yeah. Um, I <laughs> really liked it. I think that oh, we've talked about this before. I mean, I love Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld, so mm-hmm. it was really exciting to see them interact together and hear kind of their banter back and forth. Um, I, my hope is that they they definitely do something more together in the future. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about theories and what we want to see in the future towards the end of the episode but anyway so they talk Yelena's like he's a killer and Kate's like no she's no he's not and that's kind of the gist of that conversation Clint confronts Maya which is a really big deal because Maya discovers that her boss who we still don't know for sure at that point but as Isaac jumped ahead a little bit we learn her boss is in fact Kingpin Mm -hmm. Um, her boss wanted her father dead and so now she's super pissed Mm-hmm. And then the end of this episode, the end of this episode ends with Clint and Kate talking, and she gets a text message from Yelena saying, I just thought you should know that this is who hired me. And it's a picture of Eleanor with none other than Wilson Fisk. Dun, dun, dun! Played by yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. Who yes. was in Daredevil and played Wilson Fisk? So what does that watch mean? Daredevil, Walter. Well, I I know I need to watch. It's been on my list to watch that. So I think we should point out that uh, so between episode five and six, uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home came out, mm-hmm. um, and so so at the end of episode five, you're like, oh my gosh, Kingpin, and it's the one from Daredevil, and then of course at near the beginning of No Way Home, we see. Uh, uh, daredevil himself show up in no way home so we're seeing these and of course 
for everybody who's listened to our No Way Home episode, spoiler alert, uh, with the multiverse open, um, we, we saw um, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, um, who were previously not a part of the MCU, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Wilson Fisk and, or at least this version of Wilson Fisk and Daredevil were not a part of the MCU, right? They were just their own self-contained correct. Netflix show. We, yes. Yeah, we, dis- yeah. We, we discussed this at length, I think at the end of our Spider-Man episode, yeah. but they, they technically were when they started, and then when the MCU started to go in a different direction from the Netflix shows, Feige, I believe, like, publicly kind of dismissed them as, like, non-canonical. Right. Um, even though they make references to the Battle of New York and all from the t- 2012 Avengers movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. yeah. So Marvel yeah. is kind of just going, and nobody's complaining, but they're going back on their word um, about those not being canon. Um, and so it is very exciting to see that happen. So, um, yep. so yeah. Uh, so yeah. Is that that episode five ends with that? So. Yeah. I have I have a couple thoughts in general. Um, first of all, Florence Pugh brings this sort of like goofiness to. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the MCU that She's I really fantastic. like because, and I feel like um, Scarlett Johansson's performance as Black Widow was good, especially in Endgame, but like we've previously rehashed on separate podcasts. She wasn't given a lot to do, and I think because of that, <clears throat> her personality isn't quite as strong as Florence Pugh's, and I think making <laughs> making Yelena Russian and having Florence Pugh do a goofy Russian accent adds so much to like the yes it's great just the over just the overall like I can't I can't believe this is like she's doing this Russian accent and it's it's just really silly and it kind of reminds me like this is silly I shouldn't take this seriously I should just have fun yeah with with these definitely did she have I haven't seen Black Widow did she have a Russian accent in Black Widow Yes. yes okay Okay. And she's hilarious in Black Widow. Yeah, she's really funny. It's the same like kind of goofiness in Black Widow that she that we see in, in Hawkeye, which is mm-hmm. fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, she. It's hilarious to me that they're like, "Hey, we're gonna get this very British actor to do a Russian accent. Just, just do it. You got it. You got it, Flo. And we're gonna and, give you zero training on how to do this accent. Just do it. Right. <laughs> just, just do it. Right." Um, and so today's episode is sponsored by Nike. Um, <laughs> and just, I'm just kidding. I wish Nike would sponsor. <laughs> That'd be great. Us. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. But anyway. It, mean, it means we'd be athletic and uh, good, good culture and TV podcast. Yeah. According, according to, to Nike, if you have a body, you are an athlete. So we're all athletic. That means, that means you, Walter. <laughs> Thanks, Isaac. <laughs> Appreciate it. I'll just spout off random Nike facts that I know that I, I acquired while I learned there. Anyway, going back Please. to Florence Pugh. Uh, yeah, she brings this this uh, goofiness. And I like. I was talking about, about superhero stuff with one of my, my friends from work. And he, he hates superhero movies. He doesn't. He thinks that they, they detract from like real cinema. And um, he. Uh, do you work he, with Martin Scorsese? I do actually, yeah. So I um, we're sponsored by Nike, and I know Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Hey, Vic just walked in. He just likes to sell uh, athletic shoes in his spare time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so and our... dunk on the MCU, <laughs> literally. Basically. Uh, yeah. All right. Here's our friend Vic. 
What's good? What's up, Vic? How's it going, man? Going good, going good. How y'all doing? Doing all doing right. Good. We just so, uh, we just finished discussing, well, recapping um, episode, episode five, five of Hawkeye. So this is um, Walter. This is Isaac. Okay. Yeah. Olivia's so. quickly introducing Vic to, to me and Isaac. Um, <laughs> you get, getting them up to speed. Yeah, yeah. we were, we were Sorry, saying earlier, my, Vic. We're like, we're just my tardiness. No, that's okay. Hey, we're, no problem, man. We're no embracing problem. the chaos in this episode. Isaac is out of town with family, so he doesn't have his recording set up. Um, Olivia only has one mic, um, and I'm just chilling. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm yeah, gonna, we're just hanging out. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm what we this closer to it? Okay. Olivia, what were you saying? Um, that like, I want, I want Vic's thoughts. What were, you, what were you talking about right when he came in? I was talking about how I work with Martin Scorsese. Oh yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> no, but you need to finish. Yeah, you need to finish that thought. Like, what, you have a friend who whatever at work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like so one of my he wasn't necessarily talking about Hawkeye. One of my one of my friends from work. He was talking about how just like people take superhero movies way too seriously, and it's like all anyone ever wants to talk about, and how it like kind of detracts from actual like the art of cinema, mm-hmm. which. Yes, I understand. I, I, I think that to a certain extent, yeah, that is true. The thing, though, about about superhero movies is they don't have to be anything other than, than what we want them to be. Yeah. Right? Like, they don't have to be... I don't, I don't go to superhero movies or watch superhero shows because I'm looking for cinema. Right. I'm looking for, fun, like, escapism. Right. Right? Exactly. So, that's, that's my thought on that. Vic, do you have thoughts? Uh... Yeah, like watching a superhero movie mm-hmm. is kind of like different from watching like any other form of cinema. Right. If that makes sense, just because you can't critique like a superhero movie like the same way. Like I can't critique like a a Guardians of the Galaxy the way I critique like a what like a Matrix or like. Well, I guess Matrix would kind of fall under. <laughs> I feel like at this point. Yeah. yeah. I'm like all over the place. I'm no, like, you're good. I'm just, you just no, woke up. Good. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. But like in the same sense I of like. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't critique a superhero movie the same way that you would critique like The Hurt Locker or uh, Parasite or something like that. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's a completely different thing. And it's okay. It's okay that it's a completely different thing. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, that like. I saw something yesterday that was like, actors don't give a shit about superhero movies in the same way that directors do. Mm-hmm. Like, like all these huge actors are are doing superhero movies. Christian Bale's coming back, right? And Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how many how many Academy nominees were in spot like any of those superhero movies, but S- Spider Man yeah. specifically, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, like we don't have to take them seriously. They can be just what they are, and I think that that's that's what we get with Hawkeye, especially with Yelena and Florence Pugh's mm-hmm. portrayal of that character. It's supposed to be fun. Exactly. Well, like uh, Alfred Molina on the press tour was like, "For me, it's just about the money." Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and like and and sometimes that shatters people's like perception of like the magic of you know, Spider-Man No Way Home, but mm-hmm. it's like, that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is at the end of the day. And, yeah. and Florence Pugh's like, she's a great Instagram follow. I think I've talked about that before in this, in this mini series, but you look at her Instagram and she's like cooking and she like has a dog and is like very chill. And it's like, 
she she's doing this so that she can continue this like very chill lifestyle yeah. that yeah. she has. Yeah. So yeah. Which I respect. Anyways. Yeah. Goals. Yeah, major major respect. Yeah. Um I wanna hear real quick Vic's thoughts about um Vic, right before you got here, we were talking about how uh, uh, at first maybe the Daredevil and the other uh, Marvel Netflix shows were a part of the MCU, and then Marvel kind of went back and decanonized them. Um, but with bringing uh, Wilson Fisk into it, as well as uh, Tra- is Charlie Cox, the- <laughs> excuse my ignorance, is Charlie Cox the actor or the character of Daredevil? <laughs> Charlie Cox Matt is Murdock the is the character. He's the, yeah, Charlie he's Cox the, is the actor. Okay, so bringing Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock into Spider-Man No Way Home, obviously they are, for lack of a better term, re-canonizing uh, these shows. So what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I've been, like, debating about that because I've, like, looked up and, like, read multiple things that, like... Oh, the first like three seasons of Daredevil are gonna be canon now, mm-hmm. or like oh now they're gonna scrap it and they're just gonna like make appearances in movies or like get their own series. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm really interested to see like what's gonna happen because they obviously haven't like came out and like said like, yo like he's getting his own series or mm-hmm. oh this is canon. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I kind of want to go on because the Netflix shows aren't really. MCU material, if that makes sense. Yeah, and we we, we talked about that previously, see how, like, they're much darker and just they don't fit the vibe of the MCU necessarily. Uh, So that, yeah. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Keep going. No, you're good. Uh, Yeah, like, I don't see the Netflix shows this being, like, in the MCU at all, but, like, I can see them, like, kind of making a cop-out and just be like, oh, yeah, if you watch, like, up to this point, that's MCU. Anything else after that, that don't matter. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, and again, having not seen uh, Daredevil myself, um, I, it is very, not confusing, but it'll be very interesting to see where else they go with it. Um, and we talked in the last episode about how, or the last episode about um, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, that the opening of the multiverse really just gives marvel now complete full reign to do whatever they want to do they could um, literally do anything like, whatever yeah yeah and which is uh it's very interesting to see where they're going to go with that because the possibilities are, are virtually endless so um yeah um those hey, all of speaking, our thoughts oh go ahead speaking of spider-man uh vic listened to our spider-man episode and he has a correction regarding something i said about the Spider-Man game. So, Vic, what's okay. your correction? Go for it. <laughs> so, uh, th- at one point, y'all said something about, like, Black Cat tricking Spider-Man into saying, like, she was going to have his baby or something like mm-hmm. that. And Olivia was like, oh, no, that didn't happen in the game. It did happen it did in, in the fact, game, didn't it? happened in the game. I knew it. I knew it. Was, it. it was part of the DLC <laughs> yeah. that I told Olivia to play, but she yep. hasn't played. I, f- I, also, I, f- I forgot it was DLC as well, um, but I'm glad Don't you said that. Don't I have to pay for that? It's, e, I think you, so. You do have to pay for yeah. it for the PlayStation Four, but I have it on the PlayStation Five, and I'm going to let you play it. You're you're a real friend. You're oh, a yeah. true friend. Thank Olivia, you, Olivia. You should definitely take him up on that. I I want to. Yeah. We keep talking also, about playing. Also, take a lap, Olivia. Uh, I'll, and I'm going to go now. <laughs> 
Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, everyone, for misleading you. Uh, I, I it, everyone who listened to that episode and got that far—that's a long episode. Probably like two hours. Heard me completely tune out because I haven't played the Spider-Man PS4 game, and I was like, oh, I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> so I don't care at all. Wow, that's crazy. I care. I care. I played Miles Morales. You'll be he, happy. But he only big. played Miles. But Morales. I haven't played the first Spider-Man game. So you played like the side dlc game but not the full first game yeah I, that's what, exactly what, can what i say i had yeah. to borrow a ps4 and um from a buddy and it was a very short window and i was like os morales has a cool suit and so i'll play that mm. one that one had just come out too so yeah, that's, un- that's excited let's say it's, it's not a bad reason though. i, I yeah. told them about your spider-man miles morales tattoo oh yeah 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 nice uh, big spider-man guy if you can't tell yeah no, I love it. Miles Morales um, is my favorite Spider-Man too, so I'm right there with you. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, I I need to run, but I wanted to to kind of like hear your guys' thoughts on this on the completed episode. But um, the the um, I now that we are going into episode six, I do not think um, I do not think that Jeremy Renner's acting in this series was very good. Um, and I want to hear what you guys think because at the end of at the end of episode five and the big confrontation with Yelena, I'll just like jump to that point. Mm-hmm. Not much range, um, not much. I was kind of disappointed because I thought he would get there, and he kind of scratches the surface for how for like end game level Jeremy Renner acting mm-hmm. and. I, I just really felt at the end of this series overall that he was just completely checked out. So yeah, um, yeah. With that, I want to hear your thoughts. And also, Vic, nice to meet you. And Walter and Olivia, thanks for accommodating my crazy schedule. And I'll uh, you're good. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. See you, buddy. See ya. Thank God he's gone. <laughs> I like how he asks us the question and then just and gets then off. Yeah. And he's like, all right, what do you guys think about his acting? Goodbye. <laughs> that guy. Am I right? That's a top tier entrance. Or that's a e- exit, I should say. That's a top tier exit. I hope. I, I guess that means he'll, he will actually just listen to the podcast when I upload it after this. So um, it would be really funny if we just didn't answer his question at all. We just move on to the next topic. Never address it at all. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. I guess we, we, we should. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I guess we'll gonna... talk about it. Okay, let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I you think... Want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, I want you to go first. Yeah, Vic, do it. Tell, okay. tell us about your opinion on Jeremy Renner's acting. Yeah. I definitely think he could have done better. But, like, him not putting out, like, his best performance for me, like, I didn't really notice it till... Like, I only noticed it in, like, scenes where, like, it was just kind of like him by himself, mm-hmm. but like uh, Haley Steinfeld and like kind of all the other like Yelena's character. I forgot what her name. Orange Pew. Yeah, Orange Pew. Like they really stole the show for me. Mm-hmm. Then like all the Larpers, they really stole the show for me. They like, were great. I liked everyone else's acting so mm-hmm. much more in this that I, it kind of covered up. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Renner's performance. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah it's it's fine. Yeah, and I guess, like, maybe it's just because Jeremy Renner's been in the MCU since the first Avengers movie, so it's like, maybe he's just sick of it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Which, I mean, like, 
maybe Hawkeye is supposed to kind of the the show is supposed to set him up as kind of exiting a little bit and letting Haley Steinfeld take over as the next one. Yeah, especially yeah, he's passing the torch for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Olivia, what do you think? I think I think he has been overshadowed in the MCU the entire time he's been in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the character of Hawkeye was such a minor character when he's first introduced in in Avengers, and he's in. Thor, isn't he? I think he's like credited or like an uncredited feature in Thor and it's just like like I saw that Marvel put out something like a watch list of like this is these are the movies you need to watch before the finale and mm-hmm. Thor was included and I was like, What? When was he yeah, in Thor? I, don't, I, don't get I only seen Thor like I only seen Thor like one time and I refused to watch it again. Yeah, so. it was not That's enjoyable for me. It's yeah, it's a forgettable movie. Yeah. But Anyway, so he, the whole time he's just been overshadowed because, mm-hmm. you know, there's other powerhouses. There's Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. any of the other Chris's, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of overshadowed. And like, this was supposed to be like, I think this show was for him, but it was also for introducing the character of Kate Bishop to, mm-hmm. to the MCU. Mm-hmm. And even in this show, he was overshadowed by Haley Steinfeld and in Florence Pugh and then when Vincent uh, D'Onofrio shows up you know he he's kind of like Alfred Molina in the sense of like everything he does is like poetic it's, it's, it's like, almost Shakespearean we're, yeah. we're all doing the same like thing with our hands the, like, the Italian like, yeah, like, the ah, Italian the hand thing <laughs> yeah. um, even though he's not um, Italian so yeah. I mean we didn't see them like Vincent D'Onofrio and, and Jeremy Renner interact very like really at all I don't think I don't think so but even still it was like I was way more concerned about what he was doing than what freaking Clint was doing yeah yeah um, and, and, and maybe that was on purpose maybe they purposefully kind yeah. of started to kind of shrink his character as uh the show went on um to focus more on on Kate um which again would make sense yeah that would make sense yeah so, any any final thoughts on Jeremy Renner's acting? I feel like we all were like, <laughs> you know, we all uh, just shat on Jeremy Renner for a little bit. So, yeah. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Glad um, we got that out of the way. <laughs> um, uh, we can okay, move do we on to re- episode six if you want to. Yeah, I was gonna say let's recap episode six. Do it. Um, so, this we see we see that Eleanor Bishop has been working for Fisk to repay a large debt that her husband accumulated before he had died. Um, mm-hmm. But she wants to get out before Kate can possibly get hurt. And this pisses Fisk off. Fisk is super mad about this because he's like, there are no lines in this business. Mm -hmm. Just poetry right Mm -hmm. there. And Kate is like losing it basically after discovering her mom has been working with the mob for the entirety of her life. And then they have the annual Christmas uh, annual bishop Christmas party and all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. Kazi and the tracksuits are there to kill Eleanor, and they get a bonus because Clint is there. Uh, Yelena crashes the party. There's a big fight scene at at the Christmas tree at Thirty Rock, and I feel like we need to pause here and talk about the 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 fan theory that was going around and like circulating the internet for the past week. Okay, do it. Okay, so we see at the end of No Way Home. Spider-Man is, is, it's Christmas time, mm-hmm. and he flies over 
the Christmas tree at 30 Rock, and mm -hmm. everyone was freaking out because they thought, oh my gosh, is Spider-Man going to show up in Hawkeye? Mm -hmm. And there it was, was a, a... It was a valid theory. Very valid theory. I, valid theory. my wife and I, we were watching the last episode together, and we were like, we were kind of waiting for it, because we both really enjoyed No Way Home, and had also noticed the uh, Rogers the Musical poster in No Way Home. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, oh my gosh, like that's connecting it together. Because obviously you didn't see Rogers the Musical in any other uh, MCU thing. It was only in Hawkeye. Um, and so, I mean, a little bit of a spoiler to not see Spider-Man in Hawkeye was a little disappointing. And we did it to ourselves. I mean, it was, we did it was it a complete ourselves. fancy. Yeah. We set ourselves up for disappointment. So, uh, yeah, Vic, let me hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, you know, big spider guy. I was a tad hurt, but like, I'm not uh, like upset about it. It was still like a really great episode. Mm -hmm. Plus, I feel like he, if he would have actually shown up, it would have kind of took away from like everything they're kind of building up throughout the whole series. That's true. So that's true. I'm not mad that they didn't just, like slide him in there. The right. cameo would have been nice though. At least some, you know, something like, he shows up like after they beat everybody and they're just like. Oh, uh, am I late to the party? My bad, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Like if there was some kind of, um, yeah, like not even like a an important like scene or anything, just like a goofy Peter Parker appearance. You mm -hmm. know, I don't know. Or or even like an an end credit scene. We'll talk about the end credit scene in a minute. Yes. I I, I want to talk about how angry I am about it. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it just. We'll get to it. Uh, yeah. So. We see all kinds of crazy stuff at the the fight at Thirty Rock, right? Mm -hmm. um, there are all kinds of trick arrows that we see that Clint and Kate built together, and and going back to that just a second, it was really sweet to see see Clint and Kate have that moment where Kate is like, "You are the reason," like she finally gets to tell her hero that he's her hero. Yeah. And and Vic has a thought. What's your thought, man? Yeah. I also really like the scene where uh, they're in the, like, apartment, and they're, like, and Clint's, like, yo, you're my partner. Like, we're going to get this done. I thought that was yeah. really nice, too. When he finally admitted that they were partners. They were finally partners. That was so yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was really it was, good. It was... Go ahead, Walt. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it was just, it was really sweet to finally see that, because this whole time, he's, like, we're not friends. We're not partners. Mm -hmm. I'm not in this with you. And then he said, we're partners. And that mm -hmm. was... That was so sweet. Yeah, super yeah, sweet. And also, like, and, and this is probably very obvious to anybody who watched the show, but obviously with Kate's father dying when she was younger, um, mm -hmm. has not really grown up with a father figure. And so she maybe subconsciously was seeking that kind of, like, father-daughter relationship with Clint Barton. Um, and he kind of pushed that off the whole time. And then, of course, to the very end. Um, when he, uh, and we'll talk about this too, but, um, at the very end of the episode, when he takes her home, uh, to his family Christmas, uh, yeah. which is very, very sweet because now she doesn't really have a family cause her dad's dead and her mom's in prison. So <laughs> who else is she going to spend Christmas with? Also, yeah. It, can we talk about how she fights Fisk? Yeah. Kate, Kate Bishop, this like small, like young woman fights well, Kingpin. Yeah. And I saw where and a lot wins. of people were like, they just undermine everything about, like, Wilson Fisk. And they they were kind of, like, just tearing tearing down, like, Marvel for doing that. Um, Vic, hit it. Listen, 
first off, the MCU is like known for doing this anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hulk is like the number one example with this. I always complain about like how weak the Hulk is in the MCU, mm-hmm. but it, it is what it is. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like her taking that Wisconsin Fist was really like a coming of age moment for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad at it. Like, I'm not going to think logically about it. Sure. It is makes sense and they executed it really well so i i think yeah. it's perfect yeah. no i thought it was great my only complaint my <clears throat> wife and i were both like yelling at the tv when this happened so she like knocks him out right and he's laying unconscious in the toy store as she stands right outside the toy store and the cops show up to arrest her mom and mm-hmm. at no point did kate bishop go oh also this huge guy in the white jacket uh right behind me in the toy store also needs to be arrested and taken away that didn't happen and i was like kate like you are a <laughs> mm, so annoying and it was like like maybe there's a reason she didn't do it but it seemed like a really big plot hole to me and maybe y'all have different thoughts than me on that i i hadn't thought about that but yeah no it i don't maybe that's just to continue to highlight kind of her naivety um, maybe just like how, like how naive she is yeah maybe stuff. she was so hyper focused on like taking care of her mom's yeah, like, yeah i don't know oh uh, vic what do you think i i yeah i think it's just part of like her just kind of getting into all this still kind of learning and i don't know because when they ran in there how much longer after that do you think that was like when the police ran in there Dude, I don't know. Long it, enough. It seemed like forever. Because it was like another... They, they like cut to another scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they came back to the police walking into the toy store and King Fisk not was there. not there. Yeah. Super irritating. I get why they did it. Because you had to have that moment with Maya and Fisk afterward. Um, but still, I was like, man, irritating. Um Okay. Speaking of Maya, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Go we ahead, haven't Walter. talked. No, we haven't talked about Maya at all. Um, so yeah, like yeah, let's like, focus on her. Maya at the beginning of this episode is like, "Hey, I need some time. I just need to clear my head." And Fisk is like, "Okay, yeah, do that." And but he knows that something's up and something's not right because I, I think following that conversation from the last episode. Um, between Kazi and Maya, I think Kazi tipped off Fisk of like, hey, Maya is getting suspicious. Mm-hmm. She knows something's up. And so Fisk even says like, we've lost Maya. And she originally looks like she's going to leave and then comes back and has this big fight between, um, or it, there's this big fight between her and Kazi. Mm-hmm. And the whole time Kazi's like, this was never supposed to be your fight. This was my fight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what any of that means, really. Because I don't know that much about Kazi or, like, yeah. what their relationship, like, is yeah. in the comics. Do you? Not a lot. I just know... I did, like, did some research a mm-hmm. little bit on that comic run. But, like, I don't know, like, what really goes on between her and Kazi like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think, I think yeah. we're going to learn more about that when we have her solo TV... It's a TV show, right? Not a movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and is that coming out 2022 or 23? I don't think it's been announced yet when it's coming out. Oh, okay. Um, I, I assume we'll learn more about her relationship with, Ka- I assume, I think we're going to, Kazi's going to come back for that show as we get more right. of her background. And then, um, I hope we get more of her backstory as well as where she's going next. 
mm-hmm. um, like after the events of Hawkeye. Um, but yeah, the fight between her and Kazi, I like. I thought it was, of course, it was like choreographed well and like it's a cool fight, but I didn't find myself caring about Kazi that much throughout the right, show. Yeah, and so yeah, he was yeah, just a translator. Yeah, he was just a translator. He was just kind of her friend. And so without knowing their background, uh, what's supposed to be a really tense and emotional moment as she eventually has to, spoiler alert, stab him and kill him. I assume kill him. I don't think we saw his body, which is a rule in movies and TV. If you don't see the body, don't assume they're dead, uh, which we're going to talk about that some more um, at the end of season or episode six. Um, I... Yeah, I just didn't really... It's not that I didn't care that much. I just didn't have the impact that I think maybe they thought it would. Um, kind of this uh, friendship that has eroded and um, ended with them being enemies. And um, I don't know. It just didn't, didn't do much for me. Yeah. It, well, when he died, I was like, well, who's going to translate for her now? That was legitimately <laughs> yeah. my thought. I was like, who's going to translate for her now? Yeah. And I hated that that was my thought because I was like, I don't care that he died. Like, I had zero. Yeah. Like, I knew that that was supposed to be emotional and, like, a really big moment for her, the fact yeah. that she killed Kazi. But I was I was just like, But who's... it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, just a big, old, a big old shrug from me. Apparently, I saw this yesterday when I was putting together the agenda and, like, looking at different things. Apparently, Kazi is supposed to be, like, the, the Marvel's version of the Joker. Dog. What? I don't think, like, that extreme, <laughs> but, like, he's yeah, he's apparently something like that. I don't know about that one. I, the, way, I, the way Vic sat up just it. now when you said that. Vic, Vic, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fair. I agree. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, at least uh, maybe in the comics uh, he was at some point but in, in the this comics show, not he's... not in the mcu in the comics okay, i want yeah, to clarify yeah. okay. in the comics okay. he's apparently supposed yeah, to be like yeah, yeah. the marvel's version of the joker but also i can't imagine the mcu doing anything like yeah. the joker yeah i would say that the way the mcu just presented him i'm like bro no yeah <laughs> yeah no <laughs> shot no shot no way um yeah. So, yeah, yeah, like I said, we, uh, I hope we in in Echo in Echo's show we see um, we see some more of Kazi, and maybe that'll give a little more weight to that final scene with him. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. I probably won't care about him by the time that comes around. <laughs> so, I'll forget he existed. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. So so let's jump ahead to the part where where Maya confronts Fisk because yes. that was a wild yes. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Vic. Fun fact, uh, that scene actually happened in the comic. Yes, we were, Olivia sent screenshots of that particular scene in the comics uh, to the group chat uh, before we started recording. Uh, has did Vic, have you seen that? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. And can, I, can I go ahead and say like what happened in the comic? What do it. Gonna happen? I, I was yeah. going to if you didn't, so do it. Yeah, uh... So Fisk gets shot by Maya, and he survives the bullet shot. And I think he like this goes blind in the comic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like he blind. loses his eyes. Yeah, he loses his eyes. So basically, turns into like a daredevil. 
mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. I don't know if the MCU is going to go in that direction. I think they're just going to say, like, you know, he just survived the bullet. Mm-hmm. Like, probably just, like, took it and just spat it out or something. Mm-hmm. But Nah, if he... I think they're going to make him blind. I, I think they're going to roll with that, that comic line. You think so? Yeah, that's my call, at least. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I would like to see that, but considering that this like introduced him to the mcu would mm-hmm. he want like a blind fisk right off the bat yeah why not all right I respect <laughs> it. i'm with you it. know I'm, why I'm not with it. um well and that's also another i think one good thing that the mcu has done through, since it's been going for so long is obviously like they change things um about certain characters and certain comic lines that people like you know the the big comic nerds are obsessed with and then when they get put on the big screen at least when the mcu first started they would get if, if it was anything different in the movies than it was in the comics they would get really mad um but i think the mcu has shown like hey like we can do things differently sometimes and it's still going to be cool like and you're still going to like it and so i think if they're like mm, off the bat bring in uh, kingpin into the mcu that boy's going to be blind and it's like oh okay cool like let's see what you can do with that so I don't know. Uh, keep 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 talking. I'm looking at something else. Y'all y'all keep talking for a second. Well, and I think that would be really interesting for them to to make Fisk blind because it's and we've talked about this for, before of of um, introducing characters that have disabilities of some sort, mm-hmm. right? So like yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, Matt Murdock is blind, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Daredevil is blind. That's his. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. And we saw with Eternals, they introduced a, a deaf character, and then you know with Echo, they introduced you know her, and she's deaf as well. So like, why not add another, another person? Yeah. Um, also, can you imagine having to fight a a Daredevil esque Wilson Fisk? Yeah, that would be very intense uh also sorry my camera's freaking out again oh cool um we're just gonna go without my camera for the rest of this sorry (laughs) okay keep going good yeah no i just think it would be insane to to fight him if he is able to adapt in the same ways as as matt murdoch has Mm -hmm. adapted yeah um it would be really cool and like i said i I think um the mcu could do cool stuff with that make it interesting kind of make it its own thing um i don't know i think it'd be awesome uh and uh speaking of we can i want to jump to this real quick speaking of um marvel changing things from comics to uh, the big screen um let's talk about swordsman for a second yeah uh, let's talk about Swords- we, yeah, we, we talked about swordsman i think in the first episode we did over hawkeye mm, i i talked you about were... him in the last episode we did about him okay uh, okay i think yeah yeah I so think. let's talk about swordsman My yeah made weird noises sorry <laughs> um so swordsman um otherwise known as jack duquesne uh was uh he's in um he's an old old character from the mcu he was introduced in 1965 Sorry, not MCU, old character just in Marvel Comics. Introduced in 1965, um, he was first introduced as an enemy of Hawkeye in the, in the Avengers. So he was a villain, uh, but similar to Hawkeye, did not have any superpowers necessarily. He was just really good with a sword. Um, and uh, But also says the character has since appeared as both a supervillain and a superhero. Um, and so uh, the MCU, um, I think, 
did a really good job with him um, in introducing him. Uh, <laughs> Olivia, you good? <laughs> Yo, do you need some water? <laughs> Olivia, like, I'm dying. dying over there. I, I just couldn't <laughs> handle the swordsman talk anymore. It's too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> you okay, though, for real? Yeah. I don't know what just happened. Okay. I choked my own spit. I probably think I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, you're. I'm good. I didn't even want to ask. I'm sorry. Good. I'm scared. Uh, I'm so sorry, everyone who. I'm just glad just, you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. So sorry. Anyway. You're talking about swordsman. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying that him. he has historically, at least, started off as a villain in Marvel, um, and I think it was really cool that they made him. Uh, you thought he was going to be a villain um, all the way up until the final episode of Hawkeye. Um, so they made him kind of this morally ambiguous character until the end. And then I guess he's good. Uh, I guess he's a good guy now. Um, and so, um, so yeah, uh, really cool that they brought him in. Um, and he actually, uh, of course, minus the very goofy, every, everybody, every Avengers, every superhero's uh, suit uh, from the comics, at least originally, looked horrible um, at least by today's standards super cheesy super not cool uh, so i'm looking at his original outfit right here which if you're listening i encourage you to look it up too because it's uh, also very goofy um but um he does have the same little mustache that gave jack duquesne the same little uh fancy mustache that he has so, i love that i love um, that they were like hey we're gonna yeah. get rid of everything but the mustache stays the mustache, the mustache stays <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I'm excited to see, um, what they do with him, uh, going forward in the MCU. I don't know in what capacity he's going to be involved. Um, you know, I don't know if they're going to put him, uh, in other movies or TV shows. I don't, I doubt they'll do a solo movie or show about him. At least we haven't heard anything about that. Um, but, uh, definitely a cool character to bring in. Um, just somebody who's really good with a sword, the same way that Hawkeye is just really good with a bow and arrow. So, um yeah I'll, i like the way that um uh, that uh that he was played in uh, in hawkeye yeah i i liked kind of the misdirection i feel like at this point i kind of expect that in the mcu so mm-hmm. i i was the whole time i was like he's not gonna end up being the bad guy it's gonna be eleanor and right i was just about to i was just about to say that i kind of suspected eleanor was mm-hmm. gonna be like the the one behind all this like from the jump mm-hmm. i was like I was just like, Jack doesn't give me that same energy. I'm just kind of right. like, plus I already knew he was gonna be like the swordsman, so I was just like, if if my uh, knowledge doesn't fail me, I think like, because I think in the comic Eleanor is like Madame Mask or something like that. Uh, I think that sounds familiar. I'm gonna look her up too. Yeah, she <clears throat> ends up being like Madame Mask. You like she like runs her own like crime thing. Yeah, and like all the evidence that they throwed out the series too, it was just kind of like. Uh, whenever they like got on the computer and like they found about like the the tracksuit mafia mm-hmm, and it was on mm-hmm. Eleanor's computer, I was like, "Huh, yeah, that's not Jax." Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm I'm looking up uh, Eleanor Bishop. Yeah, she was later revealed to be. Uh, she allegedly died. Um, in one of the comic lines, uh, leaving Kate Bishop's dad to raise her. Um, and then she was later revealed to be alive and directing the activities of Kate's nemesis, Madame Mask. So, um, I don't know if she is Madame Mask or just works for her. I don't, I don't think she, she might be Madame Mask in one storyline, yeah. but 
I mean, again, Marvel can kind of do whatever the hell they want, right. and they're going to. So it, it, it I think would it be would cool be cool if they made her Madame Mask. Yeah. 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 So um, while we're talking about act, like, or going back to talking about acting, I feel like they really underutilize Vera Faminga in oh, this. Oh, big time. She like, should have been way more prominent because, yeah. first of all, fantastic actress. Um, Absolutely. If you've seen any of the Conjuring movies, you know how good she is. Um, and uh, yeah, they're just they could have done more with her, I think. Um, and maybe, not maybe, but I think she will be um, used in uh, future MCU movies or shows. Um, not again, not as her own thing, but um, she definitely will come back. I think. Um, should be cool. Yeah. Yeah, if I imagine if they do a season two of Hawkeye, it'll focus on Haley Steinfeld's Kate Bishop, mm-hmm. and it would be cool to see, <clears throat> excuse me, see Eleanor transform into Madame Mask mm-hmm. and Kate having to fight her mom. Yeah, yeah I think right. that would be a really cool, really cool line there for sure. Yeah, if kate bishop is gonna like take the reins as hawkeye mm-hmm. madame mass is definitely gonna be prominent so mm-hmm. she'll definitely be back yeah 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 i think so um do we want to talk about the final episode or final scene of the episode yeah let's do that we're coming up on 50 minutes here so let's let's yeah. get to the end um <clears throat> yeah give us a little run through of what happens at the end so sorry <laughs> yeah, i'm dying say, yeah drink need, some water some... <laughs> <clears throat> just edit that out walter you're doing great no i'm not i'm, I'm leaving great. that in this is great. raw chaotic this is raw raw chaos that's what this episode has been so this episode ends with um clint driving up to their like family family farm ranch mm-hmm. thing and at first it's just, you just see him and then he goes you come in and you see kate and lucky dog mm-hmm. and it's just really sweet that he he brought in his brought Kate and Lucky Dog. Yeah. I'm happy they like finally was named him this Lucky. Yes, that's what they just... named him like off the rip in the comic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. was just Pizza the... Dog up until now. Yeah, it'd been Pizza Dog or some sort of like pizza variation. Yeah, dog. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, and you see Kate, you know, interact with his family, and mm-hmm. uh, Laura just gives her a big hug, Super and sweet. it's really, really sweet. And we see the watch. Yes. Now, this is the very last thing we need to talk about because the, I believe that, um, in, including Kingpin, um, this is the other biggest thing um, mm-hmm. leading. Like, this, this, this is what... Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. There's usually at the end of uh, a Marvel show or movie, um, whether it's a post-credit scene or the very last scene of it, it's setting up for something else that's about to happen, right? This should have been the post-credit scene. Do what? This should have been the post-credit scene. This should have been the post-credit scene. And we're also going to talk about the post-credit scene. We're going to end the episode talking about that. Um, But yes, so we see, we had all kind of suspected it, uh, but the watch belonged to none other than Laura Barton, uh, Hawkeye's wife. Um, and it, he flips it around on the back and you see the old shield emblem as well as the number 19 underneath it. Um, and, uh, if I researched it a little bit just to make sure I was correct, uh, but this does indeed allude to Laura Barton being a former, uh, agent of shield, uh, known as Mockingbird. So 
I don't know. Super excited for that. Yeah, because in the comic books, Hawkeye falls in love with a fellow S.H.I.E.L.D. agent named Mark mm-hmm. Bird, mm-hmm. nicknamed Agent 19. And I think at some point after while they were dating, she like faked her own death to get uh-huh. out of all that. Yeah. And like just became like a normal civilian. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think like the storyline they're kind of going with here. Yeah. So like in the comic, her name was like Barbara Morris or something. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby yeah. Morse. Yeah, yes, yeah, something like that. So I can see her faking her death, changing her name, just being a normal housewife. Yeah, it definitely fits. Yeah, and I think that's why they, because um, I mean, you, most of the other Avengers that we've seen throughout the timeline um, have like tr- maybe tried a little bit to get away from the limelight, but they, you know, they're they're still right in it. Um, but the Bartons, they live on this farm in the middle of nowhere. I don't think we even know what state it's in. I don't think so. For whatever reason, Missouri was popping into my head, but I don't know if that's right. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be anywhere. Um, it could and, be anywhere. Yeah, and there's also a reason that um, that his wife did not get like this. When Hawkeye starts, is Clint and the kids in New York, and for some unsaid reason, uh, Laura is not in New York with them. Um, and like going along with what Vic was saying that the storyline of, uh, her faking her death to get out of that life, obviously she can't go to New York or she might get, uh, spotted or recognized or her cover will be blown or something. And so, um, so yes, uh, I think it would be very cool if we saw Linda Cardellini in the MCU as a superhero, because I am a big fan of Linda Cardellini. Um, and to see her, uh, whip out a bow and arrow would be very sick. Then I forgot what movie it was. I think it was Civil War, right? When they go to uh, his home. Was that Civil it, War? I think it's Age of Ultron. Is that Age of Ultron? I think it's so. It's been a while yeah. since okay. I've seen those. Yeah, so I think in Age of Ultron, whenever they're all at Clint's home mm-hmm. and they see uh, Laura, Tony's just like, aren't you a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent? And they kind of just like move past For it. For real? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I got to rewatch Civil War. I don't remember that. I, I think it's Age of Ultron. Oh, I don't Age think of it's Ultron. Civil War. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of those two movies, but one of them where all the Avengers are in it. Uh, but yeah, huh. I think Tony Stark like made a comment. He was like, "Aren't you like a Shield agent?" Or like he makes like like don't I recognize you from somewhere? Yeah, like kind of hinting at the fact. Oh, they've been setting that up for years. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap! Wow. That's crazy. Oh wow. man. I. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's that that and we can segue from there into. I mean, that's that's how it ends. We see. Well, I say I say that's how it ends. We see. You know, Clint and Kate burn the Ronin suit, which started the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's how it ends. She's you know, trying to pitch, superhero names, and he's like, I those are all terrible. And it ends with Hawkeye. The word Hawkeye being presented on mm-hmm. the screen right so what it, it, that's how it is there's no the end credit scene is literally the freaking stupid musical number from rogers the yeah. musical which yeah is, hold uh, on we're gonna talk about that real quick i looked up uh uh laura barton as she is in the mcu now this is from marvel cinematic universe.fandom.com so take this with a grain of salt but I, I will, I will read. say fandom is I follow fandom on on Twitter and uh-huh. they're they're like in it. They, okay. they okay. are pretty on top of things. Okay. 
So I'll read this. Um, and maybe this was just updated after uh, this last episode came out, but I'll read this. This is her early life biography. Uh, Laura met and fell in love with Clint Barton, whom she married. Uh, both Barton and Clint joined S.H.I.E.L.D., codenamed Agent 19 and Hawkeye, respectively. However, at some point, Barton decided to retire from S.H.I.E.L.D. and being concerned about the danger she would be put in, being a former agent, Nick Fury excluded Barton from S.H.I.E.L.D.'s files in order to protect her. Uh, so she did not fake her death in this one. Um, she just, Nick Fury kind of scrubbed her. Uh, from the files, uh, as well as setting up a farmhouse in Missouri. So nailed that one, Olivia. Got it. Uh, or they could live off the grid. Uh, all that remained of Barton's former identity was a Rolex with the Shield logo and her code name. Um, so, so yes, that's pretty much cool. confirmed that that's, that's all, yeah that's who she is. Um, of course, there's no mention of the superhero name Mockingbird, um, but. I don't think they would introduce this watch and all this without setting up something like that to happen. So, um, very exciting. Yeah. That is exciting. I want to see more of her in the MCU Mm -hmm. because again, we love Wanda Cardini. Yeah. Cardellini. That's what? That's my Velma. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. (laughs) She's so good. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, getting close to an hour here so let's wrap it up and talk about the post credit scene that apparently we're all huge fans of um <sighs> all right Vic, what you think bro i was sitting there just waiting for something to happen i was like okay someone's gonna pop up during this musical or something yeah right? i thought i was gonna see like old man cap or some yeah or like we gonna see daredevil watching i don't know why he'd be watching the musical. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I thought you'll see like Daredevil or Spider-Man go like come in and be like oh wow okay that was kind of terrible no it was just the whole musical I'm just sitting here just like bro yeah. why not <laughs> a fan not a fan why? well and people who listen to other previous episodes of the podcast that I've been on you'll know that I am not a fan of musicals at all and so to, to for that to be the post credit scene of Hawkeye dude yeah. And and that was the only one. Yeah. I was like, okay, so they're gonna give it because sometimes they do that, right? Like there's a mid credit scene that's kind of dumb and just yeah, kind of yeah. goofy and funny and pointless. But then then there's a second one at the very very end mm-hmm. that actually ties into or like teases something into the right. future. And, and with this, there was it, and I was, nope. I was I was I was like, this can't be it. This cannot be. I it. was I was not pleased, and my wife and I we were like, it started, and we were like. At first, I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Like, for anybody who wanted to see that whole musical number, I guess. Uh, but then we were sitting there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is long. And so, like, I picked up the remote, and I was like, let me just kind of scrub through this and see if anything else happens. Nope. And so we didn't even watch the whole thing. I was like, I, I can't. I'm not doing it. Um, but I'm, yeah, I am I, glad to know there wasn't. They didn't even show anybody in the audience who was important. It was just just that it was just all musical like yeah. i did the same thing like i sat there for a few minutes so i was like bro there's gotta be something else in here right <laughs> and i'm like scrolling through i'm just like bro there's literally nothing else here why why am i still here yeah so stupid really <sighs> yeah not a fan of that um uh i wish there was something else but it is what it is um and at least the rest of the show was enjoyable so um yeah yeah, yeah. so before we get off here, like let's I, I kinda wanna ask you guys, like, what are your theories for these characters moving forward? We know Maya is getting her own show with Echo, right? Mm-hmm. 
but nothing else has been confirmed for any of these characters. Right. We don't know what's going to happen with Clint or with Kate or Yelena mm-hmm. uh, or even Laura at this point. So like, mm-hmm. what are, any theories you guys have or, or have read? Yeah. I know Vic, Vic does. do it first. Uh, obviously with Kate, like, I just know they're setting up, they're trying to set up the Young Avengers. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that too. Young Avengers sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Who's all going to be a part of it? I don't know. But Kate is definitely going to be in it. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't she lead the Young Avengers at one point? Kind sort of. of. Kind of. Okay. She's like, she's like founding member. Okay. Is that what they would say okay. in the MCU? Yeah. Like founding cool. member. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't. Go ahead, Walt. No, I was just going to... Okay, so I have a couple of things. I was also going to say Young Avengers. I think they're Mm -hmm. setting up for that for sure. For Um, sure. And I think in a couple of the upcoming shows and movies, we're going to see some more of those characters being introduced. I think in the last episode, we talked about uh, Ironheart, um, the Ironheart Mm -hmm. show coming out, I think, either next year or year after, um, which would be really cool. Um, As a quick refresher, Ironheart um, is a 16-year-old black girl, um, I believe, in Boston um who i think she like goes to mit when she's super young because she's like crazy Mm -hmm. super genius um and she's i think when she becomes iron heart she's like 16 um and she creates her own iron man suit out of like stolen materials from mit um super cool storyline super cool yeah i'm really excited to see that um and uh but as far as i know i can't i don't can't think of any other potential young avengers that they have announced yet um, Vic might have some more info there. Yeah, they really haven't like announced. I yeah. think they might switch it up a little bit, since I think they might let Peter Parker be a part of it, just because he's still like kind of on the younger side. So of okay, here's what we talked about in the last episode uh, about Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, not to interrupt you, but I get super excited about this. Um, I think in the next Spider-Man movie, which is going to be several years from now. Um, Miles Morales is going to show up and he's going to be early high school age. Peter Parker is going to take on the role of kind of the mentor Spider-Man, kind of we saw in the, like in the uh, PS4 game. Um, and uh, so Miles Morales could very easily be the young Avengers uh, Spider-Man. Um, and we see these, uh, we see the original Avengers take on the ones who are still alive, at least are still active taking the roles of mentors. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, because Miles Morales is in the Young Avengers. Yes. So yeah. that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I'm 100% with that. Big Miles Morales guy. Yeah. Yeah. I just think... if Do you think it'll be in the fourth movie, or do you think they might wait longer? I think um, if he's if he's in the fourth movie, it'll be... Um, he'll be alluded to maybe a couple times throughout, and then either at the end or in a mid or post credit scene we will see a miles morales like gearing up getting ready to go um kind of like how at the end of uh, again spoiler if anybody hasn't played it but the end of the spider-man ps4 game uh and you there's even a couple levels where you play as miles Mor- a, a powerless miles morales um but at the end uh you see him he goes up to peter parker's apartment and he just like jumps onto the ceiling because now he has spider powers and so i think it could be something like like, that he's like oh super crazy right then peter just jumps on the ceiling yeah not that crazy yes (laughs) which is 
great scene, and I've, I've said this in other episodes. I, to this day, I still think Spider-Man PS4 is the best Spider-Man story outside of the comics. Um, oh, by far. Yeah, it's super good. It was so good, they made it canon in the comics. Oh, really? Yeah, like... In the, I think the most recent like Spider Verse thing that they had in the comics, Spider Man uh-huh. PS4 was there, and he was pretty prominent. Oh shoot! Okay, I gotta, I gotta read those too. I gotta get back into comic reading. I used to read a lot of Spider Man comics. Um, I get back into it. But that's super cool. So I think it could be something like that in the MCU. Um, they bring in Miles like in the next one, kind of in a, like a soft launch <laughs> of Miles Morales. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the one after that, I think, will be pretty prominent. Miles Morales, um, and I really hope we see Donald Glover come back as Aaron Davis as the Prowler, um, because I love Donald Glover, um, and I think he would be a, a very good MCU villain. So, um, so yeah, that that's my theory there. Um, what other what other theories? Oh, Kingpin. Uh, we kind of talked about that, but I think they're going to make Kingpin blind um, and have him be a prominent villain, um, at least for the New York centric. Um, superheroes that we have coming up um who else we talked about echo we know she's getting her own show um so yeah i don't know that's 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 theories i have i think anything you else anything to say, do you i was gonna ask what do you think uh <clears throat> they're gonna do with daredevil at one point like, what do you think the next daredevil appearance is gonna be in besides she hulk i think it's really oh yeah oh okay could be cool um yeah I, I again having not seen the daredevil show um yet i i do plan on watching it um and not knowing too much about daredevil outside of that um i don't really have any theories there i am excited to see him in more stuff um i was a little disappointed that he was barely in no way home um but i think that was on purpose i think it was just a, a, a slight teaser for what's to come with him um so he's a really good lawyer He's just a really good lawyer. Um, And, uh, yeah, I think um, he might... hmm, I don't think he's going to be in the next Doctor Strange, which is the next MCU movie. Um, There's going to be... Apparently, there's going to be a lot of other people in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Well, I guess he could, because that's... Was it Multiverse of Madness is what the movie's... Yeah, yeah, so they literally could... We talked earlier about how the MCU can do whatever the hell they want now. So they could. I know. I, I would love to be... I would love to be wrong on that. Um, I think it'd be cool to do that. They could also bring in like Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, like all those other uh, Netflix um, Marvel heroes. I don't know. Could be cool. Except for Iron Fist, I don't think they're ever gonna bring Iron Fist back. They're never gonna bring Iron Fist back. Was that I not a good show? I wanted to bring back uh, Colleen Wing Wing though. She was super yeah. cool. Yeah. Who was that? Yeah, Iron Fist. So Iron Fist, he like. A lot of people were mad about the casting because they they casted a white guy and they were really like, why why did you guys take this opportunity to cast an Asian guy uh-huh. to play Iron Fist? Because his whole thing is like martial arts, like he's right, like the greatest right. martial artist, and so people were upset about it. I think that most people's consensus on the Marvel show, or like the Netflix Marvel shows, is uh-huh. that it's the worst. Okay, which is my opinion. I don't know. Did you watch Iron Fist? No, I didn't even bother. It wasn't worth it. Even bother. Okay. I will say Colleen, which is like his like eventual love interest. Mm -hmm. She's really cool in it, and she's she's awesome. Yeah. So I'd like to see her be like come back, be introduced somehow. But outside of that, like I don't know what they're gonna do with 
Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is the next MCU yeah. release. I think which is May of twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um. I previously had you know I didn't see Doctor Strange until a few days before No Way Home came out. Um. Which again, we, I said this, but really glad I watched it before No Way Home came out, so I can know what's happening. Um. But knowing, that, that scene would have been in the Mirror Dimension would have yeah been so I would have been like, so hard. You, can you imagine? <laughs> well, you're just like, bro, what is happening? <laughs> it's like this is wild. <laughs> Um, but now having seen how important Doctor Strange is to the MCU, I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be very important, uh, for the MCU. It's going to kind of be the next yeah. big, like, way that they bring in a lot of really crazy stuff. So, Who, uh, who's all rumored to be in it? Apparently we're going to get Reed Richards. Oh. Uh, I've been hearing things about the mutants possibly showing up. Uh, okay. X-Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because X-Men have not... Is there a reason X-Men have not been a part of the MCU? I think they're still trying to, like, figure out how to, like, incorporate everything. But okay. now that the multiverse is so prominent now, uh-huh. like, now, like, so, like, Tommy McGuire and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man uh-huh. stories now are, like, MCU canon now. Right. So they could easily just, like, bring in the yeah. X-Men and be like, oh, yeah, they're canon yeah. now. Oh, and Deadpool, too. And Deadpool. Dead, yeah. Deadpool's supposed to show up in the MCU at some point. Ooh, so that, That's going to be really so interesting the, to see how they do that. The reason why the X-Men hadn't shown up is because Fox Studios owned the rights I, to, I, yeah, I figured to it was the also X-Men something in, a, in a similar sense of Sony owning the right. rights to Spider-Man and his characters. Right. So that's the reason why, for the longest time, they weren't introduced. Uh, but Disney purchased fox studios and so now disney owns fox and they're gonna purchase <laughs> everything to until until we are serving our supreme overlord mickey yeah. <laughs> we all serve the mouse our, yeah that is our our yeah. lord and savior mickey Jeez. mouse <laughs> Gosh, mickey, so, capitalism um <laughs> yeah took a real hard stance on that yeah. um but yeah that's the reason why they, they weren't introduced for the longest time and so okay. it was before Endgame came out, Disney purchased uh, Fox, and so a oh, lot of so people were. That was a big theory for Endgame yeah, was, oh, they're gonna they're gonna introduce the X Men characters yeah. into the MCU now, and then people. I think people were disappointed by that. I think that would have been so much to do in Endgame. That would have been a lot. And then yeah. uh, I remember when Far From Home was coming out. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing about Mysterio saying there's a multiverse, they're like, this is their chance. They're going to introduce the X-Men. I'm like, bro, relax. <laughs> Just wait, please. And yeah. Marvel, so so Disney at their, like, Disney Expo thing that they had this this summer, they announced that they're, they're going to do the X-Men 97, which I think is going to be very similar to the old animated show, X-Men okay. show that came out in the 90s. Okay. Um, I think that's coming out in 23. Is that going to... Are they, like, recasting everybody? Like I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with that. Uh, I think it's going to be an animated series. Okay. They haven't for sure announced or, like, de- definitively announced, like, when the X-Men are going to be introduced yeah. into the MCU at large. It will... And I don't know if that X-Men show is going to be canon for the MCU yeah. or if it's just going to be its own thing. It will be really uh, weird if they when they do a live action X Men. It will be I don't know if I'll ever get if they recast Wolverine because I, I think can't do it. Okay, yeah, because I can't see anybody other than Hugh Jack. It's almost it's almost like Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark. It's like yeah, exactly. who else would do it? I don't, do I don't it? think they're gonna do it. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's like 
what, what can I compare this to? I can't really compare anyone to Hugh Jackman. Like, Hugh Jackman played Wolverine for so long. It's right. just like, like, I, I can't say Spider-Man. There's been three Spider-Men. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, like, like who else is going to do it? What I think that they should do is, did you see Logan, Walter? I did not, but okay. I, I should. Okay, it's... Vic's face. And Vic, I don't know if you if you're familiar with the podcast. the The rolling theme with Flower Film Country is that I don't watch movies. <laughs> so he's our producer on a, a movie yeah. podcast, and like, he does not watch movies. Whenever Olivia or Isaac is like, "Um, have you seen?" I'm like, "Nope." Haven't seen I've, it. I've stopped. I I mean, I know I asked you just now, but for the most part, I don't even ask you anymore. Yeah. Um, so, so in Logan, you know, we see old man Wolverine, right? And right. so he, there's this, there's this little girl who has very similar powers to him. Mm-hmm. And what I think would be really cool is if they introduce that kid back into the MCU mm, okay. and she just becomes Wolverine. Okay. Yeah. I don't Could do that. What are your thoughts? I mean, there is a comic run where that basically happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because okay. I don't think you can just replace Hugh Jackman like that. That's no. not an easy thing to do. Yeah, you can't recast, like, the Wolverine. You you have to bring in a new character right. to play Wolverine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is why I think that that would be a good transition to make as mm-hmm. opposed to trying to re- recast. Right. And I know you talked about earlier how, like, all their costumes, like, were kind of goofy in the comics. Yeah. And, like, seeing that, like, in live action would kind of be, like, kind of dumb. Yeah, I kind of see. I kind of want to see the X Men the costumes. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was asking for the Wolverine costume for so long. Yeah, I was like, bro, I just want to see it one time. Just one time. They, yeah. yeah, they kind of hit it at it in one of them, but yeah, like X Men. I feel like it's like the only exception for me where like I want to see their costumes. Yeah. Well, I think in the like the older X Men, like Hugh Jackman had the, the sides of his hair was spiked up. Like it was supposed yeah. to be like the original, which look. I'm really glad they got rid of that eventually because it was like, all right, either do the whole costume or don't. Like, don't give saying. me this. Like, like, like just yeah, do the whole thing. Yeah, just go all in if you're gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. So that's uh, we should wrap it up. We're a little bit over an hour here, so yeah. Um, final final thoughts on the series as a whole. Well, especially Walter, this was your first MCU show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen any other ones yet. I, Vic, don't make don't make a face at me. I'm going to watch them. They're on the list. I told him he's going to have to watch WandaVision before Doctor Strange comes out. Yeah. So, and I need to watch Loki, Loki. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to watch Loki, too, I think. Yeah. So, I think the and next one for me is going to be yeah. WandaVision, and then I'm going to watch Loki, and then eventually, eventually I'll get around to Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, even though I'm like, eh, do I need to? Eh, I'll probably... I'll, whatever um and you need to watch uh, what if too yes i've heard that as well um as far as the movies go i think there's still a couple i haven't seen but those couple that i haven't seen i am not in any rush to watch and that is uh the second thor movie um, don't even watch it yeah that's i'm <laughs> not interested uh captain mar is it captain marvel Dr. Marvel, Miss Marvel, Captain. Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Ms. Uh, Marvel will be a TV show that is supposed yes. to come out next summer. Yes. Um, I didn't know about that. They're, they haven't given an actual release date. They just said like sometime in summer of 2022. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, Captain Marvel's cool. I, I just, it's, a, I have, it's like a, it's a filler movie. It feels yeah. Like. That's, that's what I had heard. Something interested. Yeah. I have not seen Thor Ragnarok, but that I am definitely like, that's on the list. I'm going to watch it. Um, and, uh, I think, 
I think I've seen all the other important ones now, other than that. So, um, there's just, it feels like homework at this point where it's like, all right, I gotta. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, at this point, it's so much to catch up on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you weren't, like, watching them as they were coming out, it's it's a tough catch-up, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, and Vic, I started out, like, in, I was in it, you know, and I watched a lot of it. It was, it was um, around when Winter Soldier came out that I was, like, I just, I was, like, it's too much. They're all kind of blending together for me, you know, whatever. Um, and so only recently am I starting to kind of get back into it, so. Um, yeah. yeah. I will say, like, the end of like phase one, like middle of phase two of the MC for me was kind of rough to watch. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. they get really Super dry. Tough. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, we, my wife also is even less, she's seen less than I have. Uh, so we were rewatching some of the ones that I've seen with her. Uh, we watched Ant Man a couple nights ago, uh, nice. which I've, I'd already seen that one. We were both big fans of Paul Rudd, and so I was like, well, you're gonna if. Paul Rudd's in it, so you're going to love it. Um, so we enjoyed that one. I'm excited for the next Ant-Man movie that comes out, uh, I believe, in 2023. Um, yeah. So as long as if they keep putting Paul Rudd in it, I'm going to keep watching them. So it's fair. it should just put I like Paul how, Rudd in every MCU movie. And everything. Yeah. I like how Clint was, like, referencing Scott Lang in, yeah. in the show. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, I'm going to have to ask Scott about that one. Oh, yeah, when they uh, shrunk the bus down. I thought that was yeah. great. And he, the, the little squeaky voices in there. That was good. And um, the, the owl comes and takes yeah, it. And he goes, awesome. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> yeah, bro. I think I thought too deeply about that scene. That's actually really dark. <laughs> like, really then he got lifted off and got ate my owl. That's kind of insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, I know. It's, it's, that's a dark. If you really think about it, it's pretty dark for the MCU. Yeah, yeah. that's like the darkest MCU you're probably going to get. Yeah. Um, and they still managed to make it goofy. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, looking forward to the next steps of the MCU. Uh, we talked about a lot of the stuff that they've already announced or that we're expecting mm-hmm. to see soon. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities for what they can do. So Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Any uh, final thoughts? Are we, are we ready to, to give our final thoughts? Those are my final thoughts. Those <laughs> are your final thoughts? That was, yeah, Vic, that was mine. Vic, Vic, what are your final thoughts on Hawkeye? I think... I think this debunks Loki for me as my favorite. Okay. Uh, really? My, yeah, I think that's my favorite series, yeah. Okay. I cool. think so. Just because Loki was really good, don't get me wrong. But I like this how, like, this has nothing to do with the multiverse. It's just mm-hmm. a story. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It's, it's a whole lot more really self-contained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, like, really sold it for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you. I, I and we talked about this in the last episode. How this mm-hmm. is this? It's just a it's a story, and you don't have to necessarily know yeah. anything else about the greater MCU to yeah. watch this. Yeah, it's and it's a lot more self contained. Just a fun yeah. action adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, cause like Falcon Winter Soldier for me, I I enjoyed it at the end, but it took a long time mm-hmm. for me to like really open up to it. Well, with this one kind of too, like the first two episodes, I was like, I was like, damn, this might be the worst one. <laughs> but <laughs> that changed like drastically, like with episode three and yeah. four. I'm just like, okay, yeah, we got really locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is super cool. Go- so, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I think that I think this has the best rewatchability of all the MCU yeah. shows. Okay. And because the rest of them are. are 
not necessarily heady. I don't think Falcon and Winter Soldier is heady, but I think with WandaVision and, and Loki, you have to really like focus and think about it. Yeah. Whereas mm -hmm. this, this is just kind of a fun, yeah. almost like a buddy cop movie. Mm -hmm. And it, it feels like a one-off kind of like, like, like Shang-Chi. Like you didn't have to know anything about the greater MCU yeah. to like really yeah. enjoy it. Right. So, right. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Definitely just a, a fun, cool thing. Um, uh, for the most part, performances throughout were really good. Although we talked about Jeremy Renner, um, not his best work, but um, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Do what? Kate Bishop carried. Oh yeah, Haley Steinfeld was the star of the show for sure. Uh, and then of course Florence Pugh, Vera Farmiga, um, and not to mention you know all the other great actors who were in it. So um, yeah, I think it was cool. So um, that's my final thought. Quote that. I think it was cool. <laughs> Put it, put it on yeah. uh, the trailer. Yeah, Walter, Walter Lyle, Lyle quote, thought it was cool. Thought it was cool. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, special thanks to uh, our friend Vic uh, for joining us. Vic, thank you so much. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, glad, uh, glad we, I can come on. I love doing podcasts. Yeah, we appreciate your insight. Um, and like I said uh, at the beginning, um, Vic is permanently replacing Isaac. Uh, on the Flyover Film Country podcast. From now on. Um, we're very sad that Isaac is dead. Um, he has joined Eric in heaven. Um, so, you know, we're doing our best to keep this thing going without him, but yeah, we do miss yeah. him dearly. We're going to have to get another mic. Yeah. Dang. Am I like... <laughs> Am I like the Miles Morales of this, of yeah. this scenario? Am I replacing Peter Parker? Yes. Uh, Vic, Vic is the Isaac Sims from another universe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, fans not gonna like this. Yeah. One. <laughs> no, I think I think they're gonna like it. I think it's gonna be okay. Uh, well, anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So special thanks to Vic. Um, uh, special thanks to Isaac for um, taking the time out of his uh, uh, family time uh, to give his thoughts on it. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, everybody have a very merry Christmas and any other holiday that you may celebrate. Um, is that it? Did I, did I do good? Yeah, that was a great, that was a Isaac's great Isaac's usually the one who signs off. So. He does. He is. But you, you crushed it. Woo. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Cool. Happy, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah. Happy New Year. It's weird to think we're in 2022 almost. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think we're going to have, um, a, a, a wrap up. It might come out very early 2022 but a best yeah. of 2021 mm -hmm. where eric will, think... eric will rejoin us as we talk about our favorite releases of the year right um, yeah that will be our next episode yeah so, yeah. so be... yeah i'm gonna submit my list right now spider-man is number one no if ands or buts <laughs> okay all right i'm glad Love we got it. that from vic nice yeah um but yeah so we'll um be on the lookout for that follow us on instagram um uh give us uh reviews on apple Podcasts. it helps us out a lot um, and spotify now and spotify, spotify now has reviews? has reviews i saw that oh. this morning yeah well so, I, yeah i listen to i don't use apple Podcasts. i use spotify so that's good to know so mm -hmm. um if you listen to us on spotify drop us a review there too It'd be very helpful um we also have we are talking about this will be the last thing i promise we were talking about um uh opening up a discord channel for uh uh, viewers who want to engage because in a little bit of community with us and kind of talk about the stuff we talk about on the episodes. Um, so that is currently in the works. I want to have that ready to go by the next episode um, to have that announced because we'd love for um, all four of our uh, 
listeners to join us in conversations. Um, but no, I'm for real. I, I, I think um, it's a missed opportunity to not let the listeners, you know, talk to us about our thoughts. Cause it's just us yelling at you about what we think. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, more info on that later. We'll get that set up and going. Um, yeah. That's it. I promise that, that was going to be the last thing, unless Olivia that's or Vic it. have anything else. Okay. No, that's it. Cool. Uh, yeah. Thanks for, for listening. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Mm-hmm. We would appreciate both if you can. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Mm. Hope you guys have a good final week of yeah. 2021. Yeah. Okay. See y'all later. <laughs>